Welcome to The Good Lawyer. This is a 2022 copyrighted podcast of the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia, where we discuss what makes a good lawyer. Let's get started. Welcome back to The Good Lawyer. I'm your host, Sarah Young. We are so excited today to have not only a guest, but a friend of mine, Rich Harris, the Director of High School Mock Trial Competitions for the State Bar of Georgia. Welcome, Rich, to the show, and so happy to have you here. So glad to be here. Thanks, Sarah. So give the listeners a little introduction into who Rich Harris is, how you got to where you are today, and what you do on a day-to-day basis. Okay. Well, as you said, I'm I'm the director of the Georgia High School Mock Trial Competition. I uh, have been a lawyer for 30 years. I think next month will mark 30 years since I was born in. Practiced law for most of that 30 years as a civil litigator at a couple of firms in Metro Atlanta. In around 2010, I received an e-news blast from the state bar saying that the high school where I had just moved my offices, Norcross, which is also where I lived and still live today, Peachtree Corners, that they were looking for an attorney coach for their high school mock trial team. My first thought, of course, was high school has mock trial. My second thought was things like it might be fun. So let me check it out. So long story, a little shorter, I communicated with the teacher coach, went to a meeting, and at the end of the first couple of hour meeting, I was absolutely hooked and I never left, basically. I uh, fell in love with the, the students, with the concept, with how brilliant many, most of them are. One thing that sticks out from that first meeting is that a freshman who went on to be a four-year member of the team, I'm still in touch with him today. He's now in his late 20s. We occasionally have a beer together. But at the time, he was 14 years old and just come from tennis practice. And he proceeded to ask me the most arcane question about the rules of evidence. And all I knew was I didn't know the answer. I knew that it was an exception to an exception to an exception to some rule that most lawyers don't even know. And it made me realize that if I'm going to do this, I am going to have to become much more competent and confident in being able to convey those rules to the students. So to to end that anecdote, I I basically told him, well, it's not a situation that I've ever seen come up. Probably doesn't come up often because it's such an exception to an exception to an exception. And besides, both lawyers in real life will stipulate away a lot of things. We we don't worry about those levels of minutia, but I'll figure out what the answer is and I'll eventually tell you (laughs) once I figure it out. And uh, and like I said, that was kind of my introduction to it. And I, when I say I never left, I mean, there were, there were times when I was at that school over the next 12 years, easily six hours a week, uh, in addition to what I was doing at home to, to prepare for the next meeting. It was very demanding, but also very rewarding. And that's what I, I like to say is that mock trial and coaching mock trial and now doing what I'm doing in this current role is the most enjoyable and rewarding thing that I have done in my three decades practicing law. So you talked about what you do in passing as a director of high school mock trial, but just more specifically, what does that look like and what does that entail being the director of high school mock trial competition? Okay. So when uh, my predecessor, Michael Nixon, who was in this, in this role for, uh, for 10 years, he uh, announced that he was stepping away and uh, he actually told me and about a half a dozen other coaches uh, before it kind of became public knowledge because, uh, you know, I, by then I had become kind of, uh, uh, depending on your point of view, either a thorn in his side or uh, sort of a, a confidant and a friend, a little of both probably. And I um, basically went home, told my wife, 
that this job was coming open. And first thing she said was, you're applying for that job. The idea being that I'd been volunteering hundreds of hours a year for the last decade. And, and the point being, you can actually get paid and have health insurance to do this thing that you love so much. By then, I was kind of semi-retired. My, uh, my old law firm, we'd amicably split up uh, several years earlier. So this was the one thing that would bring me back into an office on a day-to-day basis. So what does the job entail? Think of the commissioner of baseball or football. I am the commissioner of the competition, which is made up this year of 137 schools coming back nicely after the pandemic, which, you know, obviously dropped the numbers down for a couple of years. And I am just sort of in charge of making sure that the case comes out on time, that all the competition sites are, are well staffed by, oh, by the way, everyone else being a volunteer, such as yourself. And without whom, I like to say, without the volunteers, there would be no competition. Without the people running the competitions, without the coaches, hundreds, if not close to a thousand volunteers from the, from the legal profession and not to mention all the teachers and the 1,500 students, right? And so I sort of coordinate the efforts of, of the volunteers, and we put on a competition every February and March that um, takes place at least initially over the region weekend. That, I believe this year will be 17 different locations around the state, from Dalton and Dahlonega in the north to uh, Valdosta in the south, and Savannah to Columbus from east to west. So it really spans the entire state. And, uh, and sort of that's my, that's my job. My charge is to, to make it all work and make the legal profession, you know, uh, to help teach the, the uh, students about the legal profession. And while they're also gaining all these important skills, public speaking, critical thinking and so forth. So you mentioned that you help teach the students and help facilitate teaching the students about the legal profession. And that's huge because you practiced and now you're facilitating this through generations that aren't even at college yet, don't know what they're going to do, but they're starting to be interested in things. So from your perspective, what makes a good lawyer as it pertains to service, whether it be a professional service, public service, something on a personal scale? What does that look like to you? Yeah, I uh, I was thinking about this, and not to sound all comic booky, but uh, there's the famous line from Spider-Man, what Uncle Ben says to Peter about, "With great power comes great responsibility." And I'm not sure about the great power part, although I think it's important that as lawyers we are stewards of, you know, the notion of justice and law in our society, and and that's something that's very precious for obvious reasons. And so because of that, I think we do have an obligation to, uh, my, my framework would be to give back in some way, whether it be pro bono, uh, and I'll give a shout out to, uh, to Mike Monahan, my colleague across the hall here at the state bar with the pro bono program and any number of other ways that we as lawyers can give back in some way to our community, whether it just be informally talking, you know, uh, at a dinner party about issues, what have you. High school mock trial is just one small way that, as you said, it's about the next generation, or in my case, two generations down, um, being an old guy like I am, to, to at least expose young people to the idea, uh, or the ideas that are involved in our process of 
adjudicating disputes and resolving them. So what have been some of your favorite memories, experiences throughout your involvement with high school mock trial? Um, so I'll go from general to specific. I think generally speaking, starting with that anecdote I told you a few minutes ago about the very first time I walked into a meeting, and it is just coming to realize that these students who are, by the way, self-selecting, this is all an extracurricular activity that they choose among you know, many others that they can and sometimes do uh, because these, these kids are, or I shouldn't say kids, these young people are very much involved in so many ways, athletically, academically, and so forth. And, and having that kind of, you know, interaction with them, it just fills me with hope for the future. I know that sounds a little corny, but it, it's absolutely sincere. I think every generation always thinks that the, the following generations are slackers and otherwise somehow unworthy. Oh, if it, back in our day, we had it so hard. But I'll tell you, you know, the, the young people that I've worked with over the last decade, first as a coach and now as the director, are just wonderful. They are smart. They're engaged. You know, many of them do want to go into law, and that's great. It took me a few years to figure out how different mock trial is from what, what we would call the, the actual practice of law, that there are certain, I guess you'd say, protocols and, and customs that are done in mock trial that most lawyers, you know, don't really bother with. Or, or yeah, I'm not saying, you know, in terms of, of etiquette or anything like that. But for example, I mean, I mentioned uh, having to learn the rules of evidence. You know, most lawyers don't know the rules by the rule number, right? We, we know, oh, we know what hearsay is and we can object to hearsay, but these, these students will, will know it to the point of, well, under rule 801 D2D, this is an exception because it's an official party opponent or what have you. Uh, and it took me a while to, to get to the point where I was a good enough coach, even though I had very talented kids from the outset to where we finally broke through. And it was in 2017 and we finished third in our region to advance to district. And that feeling of, oh my gosh, we're actually going on beyond the first weekend was just so exciting that uh, it just, I remember the, the teacher coach uh, at Norcross, uh, a fellow by the name of Hal Wright, he's been doing it several years before I started and he's still there today. And when they called us out, I just bounded down the steps of the auditorium to, to pick up our third place uh, packet and then ran back up and gave Hal a big bear hug because it was just so exciting. And so so that that might be my favorite memory of all, you know, even more so than the the year we were probably, and uh, some people who might listen to this might disagree with what I'm about to say, but I would argue that we had the second best team in the state of Georgia. We lost to the eventual state champ, uh, Grady, now Midtown, uh, by one point on the closest ballot, three to two on ballot. And they went on to finish fourth at national. You know, that team will always be special and have a hold a place in my heart. In fact, I have a picture of them on, I know this is an audio, not a video, but I just pointed back behind me because I have a photo of that team on the, on the wall, uh, behind me here. So I know that you've been involved with high school mock trial. I myself have started to get involved with high school mock trial thanks to you. How can other attorneys be involved with high school mock trial and help that program flourish and continue to be the program that it is for the high school students? Uh, the short answer is to, to just to volunteer. And the way you volunteer is you can either email me, call me. I now have a form 
that you can uh, fill out online. In fact, if you, I think the the most recent Georgia Bar Journal is just being sent out this week. I know we just got our copies here uh, in the last couple of days. Uh, there is a full page ad talking about the upcoming competitions in February and March, where they are, when they are, and there's actually a QR code on that page, and it, it will take you to a form that you can fill out, give your information, name and email, and where and when you're available, and just submit that, and it'll get uh, to me as well as uh, maybe if it's in Macon, maybe to you, Sarah, or to one of the coordinators around the state, and uh, and then you'll hear from us. But there are other ways as well. Let me let me say, in addition to you know, sort of like if you want sort of the entry level uh, volunteering. And that's the thing that we need more than anything else is the folks who can come in and give a half day, you know, of their time to judge around. And if you're thinking, well, yeah, but I, I don't, I haven't done trial since I was in law school or, or maybe not even then. How do, how do I do this? Well, we have training. I was fortunate enough to ask for and receive a grant from the National High School Mock Trial folks to produce training videos for our panel. And what exists as of today, because uh, it, it takes a while, uh, we have a video that is shown and was shown at state finals last year, and I believe at districts as well, that essentially is a summary of the most important things that we want people to know. Well, what I'm hoping that will be done is a series of short videos on different topics that when you volunteer, you will be sent the link to these various videos that whenever you have five or 10 minutes on a lunch break, or you just need a, a break from, from writing that contract or that brief or whatever preparing you're doing in, in your career, that you can watch one of these videos. And hopefully when people watch them, uh, especially the ones who are new to the program, will get familiar with the kinds of things that we want them to be looking for. Okay. Having said that, talk about volunteering as a judge, there's coaching opportunities, and we start looking for, for coaches in the summer. Teams start off the school year in August, and they hit the ground running, and they need coaches. I'm always getting requests, hey, do you know somebody who can coach? And basically, all I do is, maybe it's a call back to the way I got involved in this, is that I will put a blast in the, in the e-news and let people uh, approach uh, that way. Last thing is, and there's many others, but the other one I want to uh, emphasize, because I know we're running short on time, is Law Academy. Law Academy is a wonderful program that we also run every early fall, September, usually second half of September, depending on the Georgia home football schedule. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, I did. Uh, but it's true. Um, Law Academy is a three-day, three-night, come in on Thursday afternoon and runs through Sunday afternoon. I call it a boot camp for the most dedicated, committed students from all over the state to come together here at the state bar upstairs in our conference center and receive instruction and presentations from some really, really tremendous uh, lawyers and judges. We also take a visit, uh, as we did a month before last, to, uh, to the Nathan Deal Judicial Center, where we saw Judge Dillard, who, by the way, is the special consultant to the program, and he's always very generous with his time. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful man and judge. Answers every question that students have. Well, this year we added 
a trip upstairs to the Georgia Supreme Court where Justices uh, Colvin and McMillan were kind enough to also spend close to a good hour with the students. And it was truly wonderful and remarkable. And those two justices are also, by the way, two of my uh, my trio of go-to judges for the last day of the competition for the semifinals and finals. I appreciate you sharing all those different ways because I know that we've had ups and downs with getting volunteers for the program for different competitions. And we know everyone's busy, but this is something that's super important to these students. They put a lot of time and effort into it and you put a lot of time and effort into the program and making it happen. And so different ways that attorneys can get involved, whether it is on a base level or a more involved level is always great. So I appreciate you sharing that so that everyone knows what they can do, what that looks like and how to get involved. You are the director of high school mock trial competition, and you have become a friend of mine through my involvement in it. So it is always a joy to have you on and to speak with you. Anytime, Sarah, thank you so much. And if anyone uh, just briefly would like to reach out and uh, contact me about any information you'd want to have about the uh, program, feel free to email me at uh, pretty easy, mock trial at gabar.org. Great. Thank you, Rich. And that brings us to the end of this episode of The Good Lawyer. And as always, thank you to everyone that listens. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and be sure to check out our other episodes. Until then, this is Sarah Young signing off. This podcast was created by the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia. It was produced, recorded, and edited by Jamie Goss. Special thanks to Ron Daniels and D. Sarah Young. Follow the YLD on social media at Georgia YLD. Call in with questions on the podcast at 404-526-8607.